0: Hallelujah.
1: We honor you. We honor you. Thank you because there are no shadows in our future. There are no dark spots ahead of us. Our futures are filled with light. We give you praise. Father, we ask tonight as we go into the teaching and preaching of your word, that you open your word to our hearts. The things that ought to be said will be said. And the things that ought to be done will be done. the name of your son, Jesus glorified and we edified alongside the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Come on, shout glory. Come on, shout glory. Just before you sit, I want you to appreciate my friend, Evan Gilbert's wife. And of course, Pastor Josh and his wife. And the entire Caris Internationals Church. And Yakal House and all the church. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. We're a good. We're good. We're good camp. A good gang. Amen. You have your seat. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians and 12. Praise the Lord. Something Brother Hagen used to teach us. Say, Don't switch off. You know, sometimes you switch off. We, we, you know, we're going to move from one stream to another. I told you that yesterday, right? Uh, so don't switch off. You know, uh, you know how you switch off. You haven't been in class before and you just stopped listening to the teacher. And uh, your mind was sometimes in a useless event like a Chelsea game. <laughs> 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 you know? I really wonder why you guys are so Chelsea fan. Pate is now an Arsenal player. It shows you are not a patriotic person. fully. You know what he does for me? He calls me up when my club is playing, and he says he's not talking about football, no? he just wants to. I mean, what kind of a friend is that? <laughs> so I, I promise him till eternity. You know, even in glory, I'll talk about this. Have I have I told you why I'm against Chelsea? Did, have you, have I told you before? You've heard it. Okay, you want to hear Why do you want to hear it? You know, my dad, we're both Arsenal fans, very committed. You know, suddenly he switched camp. He said, hey, he likes Moreo. And More is always winning trophies. I said, ah. Unfortunately, it didn't take so long, he passed. So before he did, I told him, I said, I'm going to hate that club for the rest of my life. So I'm keeping my word. (laughs) That's the genesis. You know, this kind of thing, it can't be solved. So, don't try to solve it. Right? It's, an, it's a sin I'm ready to, to be responsible for. <laughs> Amen. So, don't switch off, okay? We're in glory days. Don't, don't switch off. Don't, don't, don't switch off. We expect everything, we expect suddenlies. Hallelujah. Don't switch off at any time. 1 Corinthians and 12. 1 Corinthians and 12. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, gifts is italicized there, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know, we said in the morning that ignorance could just be a refusal to know. A refusal, and sometimes some of us have heard, you know, just like, you know you can hear a negative about a preacher, a man of God. And that's all you are going to be seeing. That's why it's not good for preachers to focus their sermons on people. I don't do it. Now, except someone is blatantly false. See, because you and someone disagree doctrinally, don't make the person look bad. It's a very wrong attitude. Charismatics do it a lot. We do it a lot. And it's hypocritical. You know, we just, eh, this person, he doesn't believe in this doctrine, doesn't believe in that doctrine. Then sometimes we even make them look really bad. Don't do it. It's of the devil. I can tell you free. You know? So, so sometimes, you know, you have heard something. And what you heard can keep you from being blessed. I'll tell you a small story. Years ago, I was not even born again. You know? My, I'd heard this about Archbishop Idaosa. I know Ghana knows him a lot because he was really honored here. And he, had heard him, I said, he's not a true Christian and all that. The reason why they said he's not a true Christian, I'll tell you. It's not something difficult. It wasn't even doctrinal. It was he was wearing agbada. You know agbada now? The big, then he walk cross. See, I kind of felt, hey, I didn't even know who a Christian was or who a Christian was not. But I knew who should not wear badder. You know, so I that's uh, So every time he came on, there was another person for the little Every Anytime they are speaking, I just look at them and say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't even listen to what they are saying. You know, and now pause a little bit. That can happen to just anything. You know, sometimes you can be such so, so against. A preacher asking people to give, and you think it's a sin. So anytime boy says, Let us give, you say, Hmm. But Jesus asked people to give. In fact, he collected a small boy's loaf. Food. Small boy, who? in today, you say they say, Hmm, that guy, they call him Jesus. That's how he collected a small boy's food. It does that one even know Christ. You'll have seen a tweet like that. Does he even know Christ? So anytime a preacher is talking, you just have this antenna on. Hmm. No. You know? Really ridiculous. I told you a story in the morning how a church that they didn't really really acknowledge women preachers, I deliberately brought a sister there to come and meet. She wore jeans. I did it deliberately. I do some very terrible things. Then, then. I'm now a Christian. So I brought her she now got all their guys who were not filled with the Holy Ghost be filled with the Holy Ghost. So, how would you reject it now? If, are the tongues fake? Now, what I tell you is that if the tongues were fake, how did you speak fake tongues? There's something wrong with you. So, if the tongues were not fake, then she was not fake. You see my mathematics. Mm-hmm. So, they spoke in tongues. You know? But it's this thing you just, just think in your mind because you've been told the wrong stuff, the wrong things. You know, years ago in our fellowship, we used to have Holy Ghost meetings. Holy Ghost meetings. So there was this church that used to use the, fe- the venue about late 94 into 5. So this church, they will now come, after we are done with the Holy Ghost meetings, they will now come and come and anoint the place, chasing out demons. <laughs> they say, These people that were screaming yesterday and laughing, how can somebody just be laughing? So they say, oh, the demons of laughter. I'm not joking, though. They come and cast it out. <laughs> one of us, one of us, one time, you know. They used to think that she had this Asmodi, uh, Asmodeus. You know the spirits. You don't know them. You don't know Asmodee? Asmodios, Incubus, Succubus. That's the only one you know. There's Incubus, Succubus. There's Asmodeus. There's Bacchus, Bacchus. Uh-huh. It's that nomenclature of de- demon spirits. So some people fellowship with them so much so they know their names. So they told this sister that she had, and the reason why she has this spirit is because she has long hair. And when is in those days, eh, me, I used to tell myself that I like long hair. All these ones you are saying long hair is demonic. Me, I like long hair. But I couldn't tell the people that were, were preaching it because me, I didn't know why long hair is right or wrong. <laughs> if you are too black, you are demonic. If you are too fair, you are demonic. Even if you are in the middle, you are still demonic somehow. <laughs> so now she had the combination. So she was always going from one deliverance theater to deliverance hospital. So when she got a hold of the word, they still called her for it because it was a family thing. So as they were telling her, hmm, every demon, come out. She started laughing. They now said, yes, it's manifesting. It's manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you can, you can actually be wrongly taught and see the move of God and think it's the devil. And see the move of God and think he's the devil. One of the people that, you know, I had a birthday one year. Somebody wrote a high tribute for me. So I called someone I said, you know this person? This person some years ago, about 27 years ago now, you know, saw us have a meeting where we're flowing with the spirit and went to say that we're having a cult meeting. That she doesn't know it. it was in the dark because, of course, we didn't have a venue. So it was in the dark under the tree. We two under the tree, and they will be rejoicing for with the spirit. And without, she said, hmm. "They were having a court meeting that will now be going round and round and round. That there's something that was born in the middle. She didn't see it, but we were looking at that thing. And thought, <laughs> when the Christians start telling tales like that, ah, the devil has to even go on retirement. <laughs> you know, you know. Later on, she embraced it. In fact, there was one meeting like that. I won't forget this meeting too. We're having a believers' meeting. So we ask people that have a prophecy to come and say something. was that meeting I learned what Joshua learned from Moses. So my friend, Pastor Larry, uh, Bishop, we call him Bishop, is going to be with the Lord now. He will, call, he will call people up. If you have something to say, people will come up and then he will read it out or they will say it. That's how he gave this sister the microphone. And we had a great meeting. I mean, the meeting was high octane. She just got the message, Praise the Lord. The Lord just said, I should tell you that there are people. Who are flowing in spirit like you today and in hellfire? Hello, <laughs> hadbar. I just saw my friend. And I said, so I now learned. You know when Moses, when the spies came back, Moses asked them to speak to the congregation. Now, so wahala starts. When it was Joshua's turn, he said, No, tell me first what you saw. Don't come and create a problem. <laughs> So henceforth, if you have a prophecy, I don't know you. I'll just say, come. What what is the Lord telling you to say? Say, I want to say, say it to me. Hmm? The Lord says, you should not tell me. Hey, tell me first. Eh? <laughs> so you come and create a problem for me. We don't hear the Lord. You know? <laughs> so that's I mean. But later she embraced it. So sometimes there could be people who will be who will resist things. I did too, but with time and prayer. They will accept it. See, don't let's make our message a message of fighting people. Some of us will use the message of the word to be fighting people we wanted to fight before. You have been looking for how to fight these people. To say, hey, I've heard something I can use to fight this person. It's not to, The word of God already has enemies. Don't create more. Okay? Don't do that. Don't do that at all. In, in, in any way. So I was saying this. There's a way you can have an attitude to the things of God. A bad attitude. Like I used to say. Now, there's a church in Nigeria. They pray a lot about demons. They do those things. And I tell people, well, I might not agree. I don't like to use that word. I do not subscribe for my knowledge of God's words or how they approach those things. But I am not against prayer. No, 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 no. Always know what you are talking against. So when you are talking, make sure you separate the wheat from the shell. Don't put everything together. See, even as a pastor, if you talk down on giving, it will happen in your congregation. Don't talk down on giving. Don't, in as much as there's, there's legalistic giving, there is motiv- I mean, is self-motivated giving and when people are selfish and all that, but there are also pure givers. That you will speak down on the attitude by the things you are saying see ah there's some things there eh? Be- i'm thinking i'm in sales community so i want to say some things in my language <laughs> see from the beginning of the world now we, now we don't get problem problem no go finish error no go end mm. do you understand so don't focus on error do you understand don't focus on error i like what fed prices to say back then he said look someone say eh, something is fake fire he said i'd rather have fake fire than no fire and that's the truth. Let's have something. Let's have something. Let's have something. Some people they have, let's have something. Ah. Uh-uh. You can't follow the God of the Bible and not have that thing. How? Ah uh-uh. In what way? When the Holy Ghost came on them in Acts 2, everybody hear them now. They hear them. They say they're mad. When last I called you mad. That you are wild, that you are crazy. Well, I said, What's wrong with this guy? When last have, have people said that about you? They're just playing it safe. They're speaking in tongues in low tones. <laughs> it's not like that. So you can actually talk down on these things. Now, years ago, I was telling a story. So when I heard about Akib so I never used to listen to him, I can't even remember anything, anything I heard him say. I just said, He's not a man of God. I was not born again. No. So one time, we now had to, went to my hometown. My brother, my dad's brother just passed us. So we had to go to our own, my own town. So, my brother was there. He, had, he was bedridden pr- practically for many days. So, they brought him to the living room. just lie down. And, and I just tuned to television, OGTV in those days, Ogo State television program. And I saw Idaosa and you. The first thing was to switch it off. But I said, let me hear this man now. You know? And in less than two minutes, in fact, I don't think it was up to that. He said, there's someone he mentioned the town next to our town. He said, You are there with your brother. Is the next in line with you? I mean, your next, I mean your the immediate younger brother. He said, He's been on that. He said he's in the sitting room. He said, You are beside him. He was so accurate. Ah, almost a week. You know, it was too accurate. He said, Lay hands on him now. And I did. I was not born again. I got someone to be healed. From that point, I don't talk against that man again. Now, what I'm trying to say is, let's take it. Let's take it out of its form. Let's not talk about people. Let's talk about the things of God. You can have that same attitude about the things of God, about the move of God, about the things of God, and you think, mm, don't. Mm, People, for example, I don't know why I'm talking about this. They'll contribute money and buy their pastor a jet. you talk against it. Why? Is it your money? Now, who doesn't want to buy their pastor jet? It's because you don't have it, the money yet. It's not your money now. You know in John 12, that's how they contributed money for Jesus. A woman and somebody was grumbling, giving to the poor. Now, lie you, It's not a They want to give to the poor. It's not which poor, the, which poor are we giving to. They have suddenly become poor advocates, poverty advocates, or advocate of the poor. It's not true. You are only jealous. Pure and simple. You know, things like that. I don't, I don't become frivolous. I don't. Some things are frivolous. When you become petty, and there are ministers today that gather information about what we do in their churches. I don't know what we do in their churches because I don't look around. Ah, see, I have the church I pastor. And there are enough occupation for me. Ah, almost 24 hours. In fact, sometimes I just slip up and say, God, it's your choice now. You just do whatever you want to do. So I would I be looking for what people are doing in their churches? There was somebody who sent me a text. said, sir, um, can you imagine this in another church? I said, how many of your disciples were in church on Sunday? He said, none. He said, you can never have one. <laughs> you can't have one now. You see, Anything you focus on will grow. If you focus on people's work, it will grow. Imagine if you now focus on your own. Hmm? Do you think that you will stand before Jesus and he'll say, Hey, hey, Sheku, come. Hey, can, can you just tell me how you feel about your car house? No, that's not what he's going to ask me. You, you know, because he didn't make any of us so district supervisor of the body of Christ. Do your own and go away. Okay? So we should have the right attitude to the things of God. To the things of God. There are things, see, look at me. There are things you don't know. And if you continue the bad attitude, you will never know them. So openly embrace. Now, of course, we put the word of God out on it. Do you understand? I'm not saying that something somebody said outside God's word. But be very open to the things of God. Be very open. So when he says, I don't, I would not have you ignorant. Paul, in other words, is saying, look, you should know these things. You should know these things. You should know these things. Know how to receive them. Look at what he calls them, gifts. In verse 4. Gifts, of course, they mean a faculty or let's say an endowment. But either way, it is still something that should be received. That is why he gave us instructions. First Corinthians 12:1. Don't be ignorant. So you have to know. A good pastor will find time in the year to teach about the things of the spirit. Someone said sometimes, say, Hi. Ah. They say you're a great preacher. They say, you know you don't people don't talk about the things of the Holy Ghost. I looked and I laughed. I said, Go on our website, just type spirit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't type the rest. Just type spirits. So I said, ah! I said, hmm. said, so there's a series I taught that is not even there yet. We call it concerning spirituals. Within two and a half years, it was 124 sessions. I so, said, eh? So I now replaced it with another series. Another different series entirely. One concerning gifts of God is 57. Another one, in the spirit by the spirit, that one is, I think, 70. I said, That is in like 10 years or less, or no, over 10 years. I I spoke to him in 2016, so it's about 10 years, yes. He said, Wow, I said, Yes. I said, Me, I'm not that, (laughs) I don't have such ideas. I know, no. How can you teach the word of God and not know the move of the Spirit? It's not the word of God you're listening to. So we must not be ignorant. That's the first thing Paul said. You must not be ignorant of the things of the spirit. You see all those things that people tell you, you say, hey, that's Old Testament. Look, forget I'm not, not lie. The things we saw, do you know that in Acts 2, 1 to 4, the same things they saw in Mount Sinai was what they saw. It's verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> it was the same thing. And that is the very birth of the preaching of the gospel in the earth. Say I'm open to anything that God has ever done in the history of humanity. You didn't say it loud You say I'm open to anything that God has ever done in the history of humanity. Sit down. Somebody was asking me a question because I did a, you know, I do presentations. I did the presentation about the charismatic ministry last year March. I think, yeah. So somebody now said that, I think it's last year, March. That guy said, ah, how come we're not seeing these things? I said, do we teach it? We don't talk about it. We talk down on it. You know, there was someone said, we are standing on the ground. said, and I know that there are angels all around. said, not angels. The body of Christ is said, "Keep quiet." Have you seen an angel if I said no? How would you see it? When he said, forget about angels, we are the ones that are here. The angel will just stay at the car park. Don't talk like that. Amen. The writer of Hebrews says, we have come to Mount Zion. He said, to the innumerable company of angels. That's what he said. There are times, angels just want to hear what we are saying. And tap you and say, ah, listen to that thing. That's what do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Has what you know, ah, you know, but you say, I don't know, we, we are the only ones. Go and sit down, so I'm open, I'm open. To, all to all that God has ever done, has ever done in humanity. humanity. So you're open, you're open to, you know. So Paul says, Do not be ignorant, do not be ignorant, do not be ignorant, do not be ignorant, don't be ignorant. See, in Second, Second Chronicles 5. You know, scripture says that when the temple was concluded, the glory of God literally entered the place. And the priest could not stand to minister. They could not stand. What does that mean? They all fell down. Somebody said, No, 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 no. Is that, is that, and you know, they tried to explain it I said, No, it's not that they could have. What it means really was that, you know, they could not minister. What am I saying? What are you saying? <laughs> that means they wanted to minister. Hey, they, but they could not stand. Hey, what he's saying there is that hey, they wanted to stand but they could They fell down. Why do you have a problem with that? Someone say, hey, why do people fall under the power of God? I say, say it again. Why do people fall under the power? Say it again. The third time he had sense. You call something power, you ask me why people fall. <laughs> That's a stupid question. You don't ask why wind blows people down. You're asking why the power of God. Go and sit down somewhere with your critically stupid mind. Yeah. They could not stand to minister. They could not. You know, <laughs> Saul of Tarsus, when he came in contact with the power of God, he couldn't see. He was not blind though. He just could not see. And he had visions and revelations. Years ago, Presley about 29 years ago, 29 or 30, 20, 29. A friend of mine was having this meeting in Greer Hall and he was ministering. He just called me. I used to use glasses a lot. So he removed the glasses, got me healed. A friend of mine was oh, my friend. Oh. But when you are my friend and you are ministering, I don't see my friend. So he just laid hands on me and he prophesied. I went into a in trance over six hours. I did not wake up in the meeting oh. No. And I was not, you know, some people say they are in trance. And go, oh, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was not that in the in trance. I was not saying, oh, no. Practical. Things I saw, a bit of them, I've talked about them. And I was not yet fully in the ministry as I am today. So there are things that can happen in meetings like that. So that means on that day when the temple was built, there was a physical demonstration. They say, see, guys, Yaka car House, Caris, all of us. Let's be open to physical manifestations. It's not an Old Testament thing, no. Physical manifestation. Look at Acts 2 1 to 4. Now, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, in fact, look at John 12. John 12, about verse 27, 2 to 32. You know, Jesus was somewhere. And everybody there, including unbelievers, they heard God's voice. Everybody heard it. Said, "Glorify your name." Said, "I have glorified it. I'll glorify it again." Some said, "No, it's thunder." Some says an angel. But you know the gist. They all heard it. The gist is everybody heard it. They heard it. They heard such demonstrations. (laughs) <laughs> I remember something like that. He said, my wife, we're not married then. Some 24 years ago. So, I had this vision that I was going to share. This thing always amazes me. You know? Now, God showed me something. So, I was now, we now had a group of leaders then in, our the ministry then was called Faith Family Network. So, I called them to someone's house. So, I, was, I shared it with them. It was at night. I remember very well I told them. So, and God is very interesting. And I, I didn't do it out of pride. I, I was just trying to share with them, you know, what the ministry was about so we can pray about it. So I told them. Now, when I asked them, even those who were there, when I, when I asked them today, they can't remember that meeting ever took place. I said, but I called you. He said, no. You know, and God showed me, he said, I make sure you remember, because I didn't ask you to tell them. Let me not say the word that was most amazing. That one was, that, was, that one was outstanding. In fact, when it got to a point, I had to call Brother talks. That day, I, I said, He said, Well, God is giving you a sign. He said, But don't do the third one, <laughs> I'll tell you the second one. I said, Don't do the third one, <laughs> You've seen it now that He doesn't want you to share it. So, now, you know, you're in love. My wife, we're not married, but you're in love. So, I wanted to tell her quickly. So, as I was talking to her, we sat in front of you in the independent hall. She kept telling me, She I can't hear you again. I can't hear you again. I said, You can't hear what? She didn't hear what I was saying. I was hearing her. I can't hear you again. She said something just came into our midst. She couldn't hear me anymore. <laughs> Almost good to just have such things happen. <laughs> Do you like things like that? Yeah. Me, I like it too. <laughs> oh, I like it too. I like demonstrations. Hey, Amen. Demonstrations. There are times that you know. So what, what happened to Saul? I knew what it was. He just—it was not blind. There was nothing wrong with his eyesight. He prayed. He had encounters. That's why he was fasting and praying. and as came, laid hands on him. There are things that can happen like that. Some people will just be under the power of God, and you could—they will just be demobilized. Then we we'll have to lay hands to get them out of it. Yeah. There was a sister talker. She's now top, um, what's her son now? And her feet were stuck. Zeke all. She just stood like this. They tried to move, her, she didn't move. I just went close, laid hands, and she was out of it. Why did God do it? I don't know. He just wants to know, he wants to know that I did here. <laughs> I did around. So, Acts 2, 1 to 4. Now, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, pay attention to something. The first day of Pentecost, there was a manifestation of the spirit. There was in Exodus when the law was given, there was demonstrations. In fact, in in Exodus 19, they told Moses, Look, 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 you go and hear God. Let us let us just hear from you. <laughs> Do you know God did it again? He did it again. You know, we often play down on what happened in that temple. In the te- because it wasn't the upper room, it was in the Solomon's temple. He said there was fully come. They were all in one place in one accord. Then two say suddenly there came a sound. Someone say a sound. a sound. You know how a sound looks like? Sound. Everybody heard it. It's not in their spiritual. There came a sound. Now I've seen Satan do something that, was, that had a corporate anointing. I went for, went for an outreach in 1994 so it was one of my first outreaches so I went to this village that they were full of voodoo I didn't have the power experience so I didn't get it, what was going on and so we of us, we saw some old women, they just came to greet us hey, you're the one that came to preach I said like, yeah, yeah, I was excited, I didn't know what was going on so we went to sleep the sisters slept on the other side of the hall we slept the, the brothers we all woke up at the same time. And we all had the same dream. And the devil do them. So I felt like, the devil, devil is a counterfeiter. If he can do that, that means it can happen to all of us too. I'm not joking, no. It can happen. No. And we all got up, we all saw monkeys. Everybody said, some monkey, some monkey, some monkey. Saw... <laughs> That's a, that is the spirit upon. <laughs> it is the spirit within all, all of us. I told myself, I said, ah. This place is far from Lagos. So how do I start running? (laughs) We had a glorious time. So they heard a sound. You know we can all hear a sound. From heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. That's not an impression though. They heard it. As of a rushing mighty wind. Same as as Exodus 19. Ha said, there appeared unto them clothing tongues, verse 3, as of fire and sat upon each. The word appeared, that means they saw it. So usually we think the day of Pentecost was just speaking in tongues. No. They saw things and they heard things. That's what prompted the wild things they did. Because Speaking in tongues, can't people just call you mad or drunk? Because Peter responded said, These men are not drunk as you think. He didn't say they were not drunk. Oh. He said, They are not drunk as you suppose. For this is about the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last days, said, God, I will part of my spirit upon all flesh. And he recanted, he restated Joel 28-32. So, they heard things. They heard things. They saw things. Say, in this house, house. there are things to see see. and there there are things to hear. Now, we all feel that it happened at once. No. See, if you know how God works, usually, the way things, the way the flow of the spirit happens in the meeting, I'll tell you, and you are going to be very intelligent. There's something, now I learned from Reverend McCankins, but I've been teaching it, but I like the way he uses illustration. There's something called first responder. The first responder is the fellow that makes all of us aware. Now, if you know, have you ever been in a prayer meeting and then just one person starts praying, then we're all joining. Like the person is just and we, and we just, and be intelligent. You can just go near the person. You know, and hold the. Usually, you just see that something was transferred to you and you are praying. That person is the first responder. Now, usually in a local church, first responders are those who are well taught and really sensitive. They can pick things very easily when they are going on. I believe that on the day of Pentecost, not that everybody just started speaking to us at once. It may have been maybe the apostles, maybe somebody just started. Then we join in. We we'll join in. So, you must know how to join in in a service. The first time I rejoiced in the Spirit, all I did was to do what somebody was doing. That was all I did. My own con was. Who started it? No, be me. Now, my own, they, come, they carry me. Because <laughs> I knew how to get into the flow. You know, I used to, remember, you can get into the flow by being led. If you open your eyes, you get into the flow, into the flow, very easily. When people are well taught, when there is a flow at a part of the hall, it can easily spread. Have you observed also, this is very important, it always appears like those who flow easily are in front. It's not so. Let me tell you what is going on. Because the pastor is the one usually in front, I believe, I wish anybody preach from the back. <laughs> so, there's something. So, the flow of the Spirit usually is geographical. I hope you know that. Now I'm telling you. It's geographical. So, you now see that it can flow. Naturally, things can move from here to the next row. It depends on those who are in the middle. And the ones after. So, if those who are in the middle are just saying, ah, what's going on? The ones behind them just say, What is what is going on <laughs> now? So flow go just cease. <laughs> but I know you are not like that. Yeah. I know you are not like that. Yeah. So on the day of Pentecost, it must have gone like that. And the whole house. Notice it says it filled the house. Now filled is not an instant thing. It filled the house where they were seated. It filled. Feel the house where they were seated. Feel the house. In Acts 4 again, when they raised their voice, 23, 24, and prayed, 25, 26, by the time you got to 30 and 31, it said the place where they gathered was shaken together. Shaken. Imagine. I mean, a Christian gathering and everything shook. You remember we started by saying, unbelievers heard it. They are not, see, on the day of Pentecost, how many how many days do you think they've been born again? You think they've been in Yaka' house for six years? Nope. Many of them heard, the, heard Jesus just in seven, in seven days, some just 30 days. They are practically people you can call new converts. But they knew how to receive. So the house was shaken. In John 12, they heard something. They heard something. There are manifestations. There are demonstrations of the Holy Ghost that are physical in origin. You will sense them. You will sense them. There's something sometimes that can be taught, and dead in feeling things. So we don't feel God's presence. We don't feel God's presence. We know God. Actually, we want to know and feel it. Is there anything wrong in feeling it? ah. Uh-uh. We don't feel God's presence. We don't. We've said that so much. People don't even know how to get healed. Because when it comes to healing, you have to feel it, though. Don't say I'm healed. The pain is there. I know. I feel the power of God. It's gone into my body. 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 Amen. Amen. See, so there are physical demonstrations. Paul says, I will not have you ignorant. See, I'm not ignorant. You know what we said in 1 Corinthians 10? He gave them the story of the Exodus. You know in Exodus, they get physical demonstrations. Beaucoup, beaucoup. You know they had it. They had the cloud of glory. The cloud of glory. You see, something that is going to be happening in our meetings, we're going to be seeing clouds. Now, how many of you in the morning saw something like that over the place? You saw it. More people are going to see it. You will see it like this. Like this. World Changers Conference 98. I can't forget that meeting ever. You know, I was supposed to close it. talks preached the day before. So as I was about to close it. And I stood on the pulpit like this. And a cloud visibly was over the whole place. And all my friends went under the power of God. It was visible. We left that place numb. For what purpose? God just said, I did here. That's all. And you know, it gets you bolder in ministry. I you know that. You are just bolder. You are just, you just, there's just something about it does to you. It's just that six hours of teaching cannot do. That's why we have to combine the two. There's something it does that you just, mm mm. There's something it does. Hallelujah. I remember when I went for a prayer meeting. And that prayer meeting, you know, I, we had to pray for four, three days. And you know, I was physically drained. Yeah, and Lauren, you know, and I went back to Lagos. You know, just leaving that prayer meeting. So I went to Oriwu College. It was an evening, about six o'clock. Ikorodu, and as I began to share with the brethren what happened, do you know that it was like I brought the atmosphere there. Everybody just went to the floor and we prayed till midnight. Close to midnight. So that means you can literally have those things transferred. Someone said, I just don't know what happened. There was just something around you when you came. You know we can have more of that. We can have more of that. Never talk down on those things. Anything you talk down, you can't see. Don't talk down on it. When you are giving your illustrations and you are trying to correct an excess... Ensure it is the excess you are talking about, not the manifestation. You know, some people have stuck down on casting out demons such that they don't cast out demons again. It's like demons are now redeemed. So you say, you know, don't mind those people. They are demons, who oh. you they here? Huh? You have to cast them out. I'm saying demons, demons. So don't say, we, we, don't, we don't do that. We don't, you don't do what? We have the gifts of the spirit. The walkings of miracles. The gift of faith. When they are in operation, they suspend and expel demons. They are walking in our church and in our ministries. Amen. So we are open. Open. So watch this. In 1 Corinthians 14, look at that. Paul says, "When we come together, see what I'm about to show you. You know that song? We are standing on holy ground. Say, so no, 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 no. We're in the New Testament. It's not holy ground. We are the holy ground. I don't hear you. We are the holy ground. What did Paul say to Timothy? 1 Timothy three fifteen, that thou may know how you ought to behave on the inside. Is that what he said? Nope. In your gathering." He now called that gathering, the church, the pillar and ground of truth. If I had time, I'll explain to you. It's an Old Testament phrase. That is what is called holy ground. Paul is saying our gathering is holy ground. And you know, listen to this. Because sometimes we feel the Old Testament guys were so daft. In, in Exodus 3, when Moses got to that place, And God said, take off your sandals. The land you stand on is holy ground. Do you know he said the same thing to Joshua? And it was not the same place. In Joshua 5. It was not the same place. And in the same place where he says holy ground, right? Did they not leave the place? So it wasn't about the ground. It's about the gathering. It's the same thing today. This is holy ground. Holy things are happening here. Healing is happening. How many of you received healing? Healing is happening. Revelations are happening. So what is this place? Holy ground. When we come together, we form an habitation of God through the Spirit, Ephesians 2 and 21, 22. So we form that habitation. It's holy ground. Holy ground. Holy ground. <laughs> it's holy ground. Paul now says, when you come together, and all of you prophesy, and there come in one unlearned or the unbeliever. He says the secret... Of his heart are made manifest. Now, notice, he will fall down on his face. That's Old Testament temple language. And report that God of a truth is in you. So, there are things that will startle the unbeliever here. There are things that will startle an unbeliever. Startle. There was a sister. A lady, well, it wasn't a sister then. I was trying to get across to her. She didn't listen. So someone now brought her to one of our Miss meetings. That's how she came. Now, that day, interestingly, we went around the, it was a sitting room, prayed on all the chairs. Just did that. Just trusting God that people come and have encounters. She just came in. She came in, she said she came in sarcastically. She's the pastor now. She said, as you were speaking, I literally saw balls of fire. Because I heard her scream. Ah! That's how she got born again. So, I used to tell her that, you know, you didn't get born again by the word. <laughs> Why you refused to get born again by the word? You know he saw fire? Mm-hmm. So, it's hellfire hell fire that you saw. <laughs> I used to joke with her, you know. But the truth is that she saw something. See, in your ministry, there will be things people are going to see. And they will see it. Because you are open to physical demonstrations of the glory of God around you. All around you. There's fire all around you. There's fire all around you. Fire. Fires of the Spirit. All around you. All around your ministry. (laughs) Fires. Yeah, yeah. All around you. Physical things. (laughs) Fire. All around you now yeah yeah your eyes are open <laughs> yeah 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 you're open now to the manifestations of the Holy Ghost yeah you are open fires. Fires of the Spirit. As they come on you and come around you. Because that's what's going to happen in a couple of minutes now. It will stir boldness, it will bring direction, it will bring fresh fervency into the things of God. It can cause your prayer life to get back on track. Fires. Yeah. Fires of the Spirit we are open we are open yeah don't put on brakes, no brakes, no brakes no brakes yeah fires of the spirit yeah yeah Yeah. we are open open, open yeah, open yeah fires you are going to see angelic beings now a curtain will be shifted and you will see things happening here (laughs) just ensure they are not looking at anybody focus on me and listen to what I'm saying fires yeah it will just stir you up like you know cause something fresh around you yeah Fresh. Fresh. To your teaching ministry. Yeah. Let me tell you what I saw before I came. And I saw it again. Particularly your car house members. Say something on your pastor. That is accurate seeing and knowing. There's something I'm going to tell him personally later. You have, you know, that has not flowed well into the congregation, but this is the meeting. He has something about seeing and knowing. In fact, my friend, right, got a hold of one of it. I can tell him many more things I've never told him before. You see, this meeting is when it's going to flow into the congregation. When you were fasting and praying, this was what you were praying for. And tonight is going to be the first chapter in this meeting amen the fires of the spirit all over this place all over this place all over this place just play that song we are standing on the holy ground you know the song just play it nobody should sing it just play it just play it you know there was a day I was preparing I was teaching a session in church about this and I have these instrumentals I play when I'm having meetings on Zoom. So, you know, as I got to, it was so interesting, as I got to Exodus 3-5, that was the song that I played. We are standing on I just nailed that my I said, Lord Jesus. Lord. I mean, it's an instrumental. I didn't program it. As I got to Exodus 3 you know I said oh, wow and I, I closed my eyes immediately I closed my eyes and oh, Lord what's going on here this is holy ground there are supernatural beings here supernatural things <laughs> fires <laughs> of God's spirits. this is the beginning of visions and revelations in your life Now, when I say like that, don't say anything. Just repeat it to yourself. It's the beginning of visions and revelations in your life.